Alright guys, we are back with part three of Optimizing Your Open and today we're talking about sleep. So we're a week away from the first workout and uh, this would be a great chance to start doubling down on your rest and recovery. <clears throat> so I think most of us intuitively know that a good night's sleep is important, right? Um, not just for your body, but your brain. Uh, they need that sleep to recover, to adapt. Um, during sleep, you're replenishing important neurotransmitters, um, energy sources, you know, um, putting glycogen back into the muscles, you're repairing tissues, um, your immune system is turning over, um, releasing growth hormone and various other things. Um, all the processes that you need to help you feel rested and ready for the next day. Um, not getting enough sleep, whether that's quality or quantity, is going to result in reduced brain physical immune functions. Okay, And that's not very optimal for performance. Okay, It's going to reduce your ability to adapt to training. Um, and it's going to reduce your ability to perform when it matters, uh, i.e. when you're doing these open workouts. Okay, And long-term lack of sleep you know, poses significant health risks. So getting better sleep is one of the, one of the easiest ways to become a better athlete. And um, something we focus on a lot with uh, the elite athletes we work with because they are just as bad. Um, luckily for them, though, they tend to have um, more opportunity to get more sleep, whereas us weekend warriors, normal human mortals, um, you know, there's a lot of other things getting in the way, work, family life, um, and that sort of thing. So we've got to try even harder than the best athletes to get more sleep. How much sleep is that? You know, we're talking seven to eight, generally, seven, eight and a half, if you're lucky. Um, some people can make it up to 10 hours. Um, everyone is a little bit different in terms of how much they need, but it's, there's not really anyone that exists that can get by on three or four. Okay. There's no special gene that lets you get by on, um, very little sleep. Okay. Um, seven to eight and a half. And, uh, that's based on sleep cycles of 90 minutes. Okay. Which is sort of how we roll through. And uh, so seven and a half hours would give you five 90-minute sleep cycles. Okay. Um, so pushing through to nine hours would give you six 90-minute sleep cycles. Okay. Um, so it's always best to wake up at the end of a cycle, um, but it's not ideal. But that's something you can try and practice and play with, um, see if you can get that. And um, it's the same if, if you're napping. Um, you either want to sleep for a full cycle or sleep for just a short, you know, 10, 20 minute burst. Again, I know that napping is not um, ideal for most people, but uh, one thing that I have done is taking time out just to meditate and breathe um, during the day. So while it's not asleep, um, you are upregulating that parasympathetic nervous system and um, just, you know, compensating for a bit of stress or. Um, Things like that make yourself feel a bit better. Okay, so 
couple of things you could try now is, is tracking that sleep. Um, there's plenty of apps out there that um, will um, time it for you. And they're all very clever. Um, got little accelerometers in the phone, listen to your breathing, that sort of thing. And they'll tell you, um, they'll give you a little bit of information about the quality of sleep too, based on movement, noises you make, things like that. Um, but you could simply keep a journal, write the time you go to sleep down next to your bed. When you wake up, make a note of it as well. Okay. Um, you could add comments about how how refreshed you feel, how, how much energy you have, things like that. Okay. So really what gets measured gets managed. Always very simple. Now, uh, improving your sleep routine is really important. You know, what you do before bed is going to give you a lot more chance of a better night's sleep. So avoiding light from um, devices at least an hour before bed is really important. Um, that blue light is what reduces melatonin secretion, which makes it harder to fall asleep. Um, I've got these funny looking glasses um, that block light from TV and screens. Um, and so I pop those on um, a couple of hours before bed and that just helps me um, stay down, you know, and, and not be so wide. Although it would be better to not have those screens on, of course. Um, trying to use your phone in bed, uh, that's another one I'm working on. But again, the, the, the glasses uh, help with that. Um, limiting caffeine and alcohol. And uh, that's a biggie for a lot of people. So you might not realize, but caffeine has a really long half-life. Like eight hours, you've still got half the caffeine in your body. So you have a morning cup of coffee, fine. But you have another one around two o'clock. Um, that's still half the caffeine from that morning coffee sitting there. And they've just added another dose to it. Okay, so by the time you roll around to the evening, um, there's a lot left. And and the people that say that co coffee doesn't affect their sleep, they don't really understand probably that it's not that they can't fall asleep. It's the quality of that sleep that could be getting messed with. Okay, missing out on that deep wave sleep, that REM sleep. Um, alcohol, same thing. Um, for me, it's if I have one glass, it's probably going to affect me and, and make me wake up in the night. So um, I've, I've toned that back and um, I've actually dropped from three coffees to one, um, which is tough for someone who loves coffee as much as me, but um, it's definitely helped. And uh, I certainly enjoy that one coffee a lot more. I take my time over it. Um, trying to get to bed on time and keeping to the same schedule. That's always a tough one, especially, again, busy work, um, uh, unpredictable work hours, family, young kids. But um, if you can keep within 30 minutes of, um, of a set bedtime, um, including the weekends, it's going to make it so much easier to get to sleep. Okay, The same thing when you wake up, like tr trying to wake up at the same time every morning is actually very, very helpful. Um, if you find it hard to get to sleep, you know, uh, I use apps like Headspace or Calm. Um, there's, there's sleep meditations there. Um, there's other, other apps that could just produce white noise or calming music. Uh, Calm also has uh, something called Sleep Stories, where you can get people like um, Matthew McConaughey to read you a story in her soothing, sexy voice and lull you off to sleep. Um, 
other things you can do is make sure that the bedroom is only used for sleeping. Uh, and one other thing, of course, but just those two things and try not to hang out in your bedroom at any other time so that it's establishing the habit in your brain that the bed is for sleeping. Okay. Um, you can do other things to improve um, your bedroom for better sleep, like make sure it's kept cool, um, make sure it's dark as possible. We're looking, when I say dark, pitch black. Um, I've got black tape down the side of the windows um, to block light from around the blinds. Um, get rid of the electronics in the bedroom, especially those with lights. Um, turn your phone to airplane mode. Um, there should not be a TV in your bedroom. Uh, sleep on a better mattress. And um, that's one of the best investments I've ever made is uh, a fancy mattress and a fancy pillow. Um, sleeping is just so much better now. Um, washing your sheets and duvet and pillow covers weekly. Um, you know, just keeping keeping the place you spend a lot of time nice and clean. Um, so there's a couple of ideas. Um, hopefully that helps. But uh, yeah, this week, this week come and get your sleep and um, you will do so much better on Saturday.